What is up, you two? Welcome into another edition of Trey and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Today is Friday, September 1st, 2023. Happy Friday to you and yours, and a happy Labor Day weekend to you and yours as well. Hopefully, some of y'all will get a little bit of extra time off this weekend. Hopefully, the weekend has already started for a few of you out there but we are locked and loaded live on texas sports unfiltered trey will be a few minutes late we just had a big meeting out with uh, our great sponsor covert bee cave and trey is making his way back from bee cave to cedar park kind of a trek he will be with us here in a few minutes so you're stuck with me bk for the start of today's show and i will happily answer any questions you guys have or talk about whatever the hell you guys want to talk about but we have a jam-packed show for you today because in this hour we have two more major lineup announcements to make on texas sports unfiltered that's right two in one hour Earlier today, we announced the addition of Jeff Howe of Horns 24-7 to the TSU team. Yesterday, we announced the addition of Mike, a.k.a. Hardball Harge. He will be starting a show 11 o'clock on Monday. Jeff Howe is going to be a part of the currently unnamed afternoon program here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Also starting on Monday, that's going to take place from 3 to 5, but we've got two other announcements to make between now and one o'clock. I keep tweeting it out. Don't get left behind. If you're not a part of this thing yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. If you are a part of this thing, thank you for being a part of this thing. We appreciate your support early on. Thank you for all the likes, for all the subscriptions, all of the app downloads. Our app numbers have been crazy over the last couple of days. So thank y'all so much for buying into this thing early on super excited about what we've already added and even more excited eh, i shouldn't say that equally excited to announce our new additions that we have to texas sports unfiltered starting on monday we are going to be taking you people from 8 a.m to 5 p.m every single day that's right there will be no breaks in the action non-stop unfiltered texas sports talk Every weekday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. We want to get y'all through the workday. We want to help y'all through your commutes as well. And we've got a ton of talent already on Texas Sports Unfiltered. And our list gets even better. Our roster becomes even more stacked. My man Zay Collier from Chip and Zay, which you can hear right after this show from 1 to 3. He is calling this roster the 92 Dream Team. I tend to agree. Some folks are calling this thing the Avengers. I tend to agree. Any all-time great team metaphor that you can think of, uh, we're putting that together, and it applies here at Texas Sports Unfiltered. So make sure to keep telling your friends. It's awesome how many people of you have bought, uh, how many of you have bought into this thing already, but keep spreading the word. We can only do so much. We're going to try. We're going to tell everybody that we know. Chip always says, tell your friends and enemies. We're going to do that for us, but uh, we need you guys to do that as well and continue to spread the word about what we've got going on at Texas Sports Unfiltered because uh, we think you guys will really like what we are bringing to the table. And we wanted to make sure that we've got uh, some great content for y'all for football season. And we really wanted to make sure the week of the Alabama game that uh, we were ready to rock and roll because that of course is a massive game one of the biggest games of the college football season 
All right, so Trey will be joining us in a few minutes, but we can make an announcement right now. We've got the newest show of Texas Sports Unfiltered that is set to debut Monday morning at 10 a.m., and this show will be on every weekday on this channel, on the YouTube page, on the app, wherever you get our content. It will be on every weekday from 10 to 11 a.m., the title of this new program is Chaos Theory, and I love that name, and that is what you are going to get with these two. Let's bring them all right now. We've got Adam Wagner, a.k.a. Wags, and Rodney Rodriguez, our two newest members of Texas Sports Unfiltered. And Once again, the new show Chaos Theory makes its debut Monday morning at 10 a.m. Gentlemen, welcome to the team. What's going on? Hey man, it's good to be here. There goes the neighborhood, huh? Oh yeah, my God. going down. Yeah, my whole apartment you, I've been complex. waiting to do a show with this guy for a yeah. long time, man. Wags, <laughs> Wags, and I have done a, a couple of UIL high school football games, and I was waiting for our network to get like a, a notice that we were in trouble for those games. <laughs> we did, uh, man, it, it, it uh, dude, Wags, this is going to be so great, dude. Uh, so look, Brad, we've been trying PK, to get, we, we approached the horn with it a few times, right back in yeah. the day, like, Hey, can, you know, can Rodney and I team up and, and do something together? Oh no. Well, we need Rodney on Saturdays. We need you on Sundays. Well, Hey, that ship has sailed, baby. A new boat <laughs> has arrived and it is in chaos. Theory will begin Monday and we can't wait to bring all the chaos to you guys, man. And I think it's going to be so great. I mean, like, like I was saying there, BK and, and thank you for, for letting me be a part of this. Uh, it, um, chaos theory, the, the whole prognosis of this name is you never know where we're going. I oh, mean, no. obviously we're going to talk about Texas sports and the timing is perfect with the Alabama game and everything going on. But I mean, you just never know. I mean, Wags is all over the map. Pe people <laughs> talk about me. Oh, that's the racing guy. I do a lot of other shit that I think people don't know about. So um, we're going everywhere, dude. This is a uh, chaos is a, is a nice way to put it. I'm so looking forward to this guys. That's uh, what, well, when BK approaches, like, hey, guys, like, what do you want to name? What do you want to call this thing? That's the only thing, like, either that or talking shit. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't really come up with anything else. And, like, and, and I got to have my bill. Just, well done, right, Wags. Right. I, I like that. But, yeah, uh, it's just, it just hit, dude. And, now, and it's like you said, man. Like, I, I am kind of all over the place. I, I talk about video games. I talk about comics. I talk about sports. Um, I like talking about life in general, man. And that's kind of yeah. what the Wagner Wire is about, the four pillars of life. Gaming, sports, music and uh in movies so we we yeah. try and encompass all that into this thing so uh we don't know where it's gonna go we really don't we will have a lot of texas sports for sure because that is the centric kind of theme of this channel and it's a uh, it's texas sports unfiltered but we will yeah. give you a little bit of a reprieve from all the stats and and kind of compiling info stuff it'll be a nice little break in the uh i guess for brunch if you want to call it that Mm. Uh, that's that's For pretty brunch. good Mimosas, we don't know what the hell we're gonna mimosas. eat we don't know what you're gonna eat we're gonna give you a lot of shit <laughs> well and, and the funny thing about it is i mean the, the the times that i would do you know whether it be a post game or or whatever it was uh you know on the radio station i mean i i am a texas fan i've been a texas fan forever i did not go there i'm way too stupid to have even had a chance to go there <laughs> but dude i tell it like it is if they're sucking I'm going to tell you. Right. <laughs> and if and if folks want to argue with me that that's great. But I, I think that that's um that's what this is all about and and DK you've done just a great job putting this together man. Congratulations on this. Yeah, and we appreciate the spot man. It is uh it, it it's very humbling to be amongst so many Texas greats, you know what I mean, especially being 
from the institution of higher learning of the University of Texas. Like I am, yeah. I, I'm an anomaly, man. I'm I'm a, I'm a terrapin born boy, allowed to be a Longhorn because I was a, uh, you know, I graduated from the institution, and it's great to be amongst all you guys. So can't wait, dude. Yeah, well, it's great to have you guys, man. I mean, you guys are two tremendous, tremendous talents. And that's what Texas Sports Unfiltered is. That's the team that I wanted to build, right? Guys that are great talents, but also guys that I love. You guys are two of my best friends. Love hanging out with you guys. Excited to be back in Austin for so many reasons. But obviously, to get to see you guys more is really, really cool. And yeah, I mean, this is going to be a fun show. The guys just laid it out for you perfectly. There's going to be plenty of sports conversation, but you never know with these two where things are going to head. It's going to be a must-listen program. And, Rodney, you talked about it, man. Like, a lot of people know you as the racing guy, but you're so much more than that. Big into high school sports here in Central Texas. Longhorn fan, Cowboys fan. You know your stuff. You're an incredibly talented dude. I'm just so excited to get you on this team and to give you this opportunity because you've deserved it for a long time. So I'm glad, Rodney, that you get the chance to kind of showcase your skill set to uh, the great people of Central Texas. Well, BK, I said it. Um, I said it when when everything kind of ended over there. I mean, you you were the one guy, and it was weird for me because I'm much older than you are. But but you were you were the one guy that said, "Hey, man, you want to get on the air and talk?" I mean, you finally gave me that chance, and 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 to be a part of this. I mean, it really is. I mean, the racing is great, but man, I'm just a sports dude, and that, and that's really what we all are. I mean, we have our opinions, we have all of that, and we try to validate what we're talking about. But dude, we're we're just sports fans, and I think that's where Wag and I are going to be able to put this thing together and um yeah we may get crossed up with with some of the folks and and, and that's great I mean that's part, everybody has an opinion uh what do they say that's what uh, I'm opinion. hoping for I'm hoping we yeah. have really passionate conversations yeah I think that's really going to be the thing and it's going to go down a lot of different roads and and, and that's why I think that, that the name is perfect I mean the chaos theory you just never know where it's going to go uh <laughs> coming off of and it's going to be BK and Bucky leading us in and Bucky talking about girth and all this different stuff so hell <laughs> who knows what we're going to be talking about uh when we fire off on Monday. well I can't keep the surprise any longer I ordered a, a couple of hookers to come over to Rodney's house for the, the opening of the show on uh on Monday morning just to surprise <laughs> the camera there but I, you know, now you got to look out for that now. It's a holiday, dude. My wife is home. Can we like do that Tuesday? That's even better. I can't <laughs> wait for Tracy to see what's going on. Oh man. Well, let's, uh, let's bring on the other member of midday with Trey and BK. The great Trey Elling now gets to hear. I think he already knew this was happening, but uh, Trey, the new show chaos theory with Wags and Rodney. It starts Monday. It's going to be going down every weekday from 10 to 11 on Texas Sports Unfiltered. We're pretty excited about these boys joining the team. Oh, and we've got Trey muted. He's That's so how excited, excited he is. He's, He's speechless. Excited. He's so excited he can't talk. Um, <laughs> it has been a hell of a 23 hours, guys. Hey, I am very excited to have y'all joining the channel for a variety of reasons, including I just hit the under on the over-under on how long it would take Wags in this uh, introductory segment to mention hookers. So thank you, Wags. <laughs> I knew I could count on you, my friend. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you boys as uh, official members of the weekday team. It's what I do best, Trey. It's what I do best. Okay. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> nobody go. nobody embodies the unfiltered part of Texas sports unfiltered more than our man Adam Wags Wagner. Yeah, he, he, he can tends, I can I pull the Marine card here? He tends, you know I mean? he that's tends that's, to that's come the only in. language we speak. 
he tends to come in a little hot. I, I know BK, when I talked to you earlier in the week, I'm like, man, when you had wags on there, man, he was coming in hot and you were like, yeah, I kind of had to calm it down a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, I think, um, he's as hot as it is around here. So there, there you go. Uh, hot takes. That's a, that's you will always been. be entertained. That is for sure. There will never be a dull it. moment. Uh, any path that we go down, any avenue of approach, rather it be some rabbit hole, it's going to be an entertaining rabbit hole. That's yeah, for sure. Just, just a couple of regular dudes talking sports and life and all that good stuff. I, I think that's really what you're going to get uh, with the chaos theory coming up Monday at 10. Absolutely. And, you know, cool. Like if you're a gamer too, if you're into video games and stuff like that, if you're a retro kind of person as well, like we will have uh newsflash, you know, I do work for EA in my day job. So we will have some video games to give away um, stuff and not just on our show, but, I mean, oh, hold on. I don't know if that's a – can we say that? Am I allowed to – Is that was that a surprise you were going to do? I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, the giveaway stuff? Okay, no, you can, no, you can oh, right mention on. that. Yeah, we're gonna, that. We he, he's making that. Yeah, I didn't that. know if you were yeah. saving that up for a, you know, a special occasion, like a milestone or something like that. But Yeah, the giveaway will happen. It's got to be earned, damn it. Yeah, the giveaway will happen when we hit to five. When we get to five thousand subscribers, but no, we're gonna have some great prizes. And yeah, EA was gonna hook us up with some video games, thanks to our man Adam Wagner as a, as part of that five K giveaway. So now that's a, that's all kosher, man. Guys, we're we're pumped to have y'all. Super excited. You know, we'll be locked in Monday morning from ten to eleven. The tweet is officially out. Chaos nice. theory. With Rodney and Wags, Wags and Rodney. I don't know what the order is. You guys will figure it out. I'm not worried about any of They'll that. Figure it out. It's gonna yeah, be fair. it's gonna be a ton of fun, and it uh, gets rolling next week, Trey. Can I ask uh, each of these guys at least one more question before we say sure. goodbye? Yeah, we are obviously on the eve of the official start of college football. I don't give a shit about week zero. Week zero was garbage. <laughs> Last night's game was a bit of garbage too. Although BK and I may talk about it in a second. Uh, Volleyball school. We're all Longhorns here, guys. So uh, my two part question for you is. What is your prediction on how this team fares this season, not just regular season, but if there's a Big 12 title, possible yeah. college football playoff appearance, and what would be considered a disappointing season, and perhaps it's just going below that expectation? Any, anything under nine wins for me would be a disappointing season. Um, and also, like, I'll, I'll add to that, not being able to beat – you got to be able to beat your cupcakes, right? You got to be able to beat the teams that you know are going to underperform. And a lot of times, Texas is going out there and underperform. So, like to have that kind of just go away in the wind and have that new chapter of Texas football come in. I think we're going to be a commanding football team, a dominant football team. I look at us as Big 12 champions. And I, I if we're not winning 11 games, something's wrong. Something's really wrong. Well, and you know, the thing is, I mean, we, we tend to, or Texas tends to play down to their competition and that, and that's what really scares me. I mean, I, I'm thinking nine and three is what's really going to happen. In my opinion, 10, 10 wins is the benchmark. 10, 10 wins is what needs to happen. But, but I think there's only going to be nine and, you know, I, I don't know where that, where that stumble is going to be. I mean, the trip to Baylor, I mean, the trip to Baylor worries me. I mean, just because of what's happened in the past. So it's shit like that, that, that really concerns me. Uh, the TCU game, um, you know, with OU, uh, whatever the, the Bama game, uh, uh, the, the Bama game to me is going to be so interesting to watch because I haven't seen this team or this program play in the, in the position that they're going to be in with the hype that's going to be around that game in Tuscaloosa. And yeah. and that's very concerning. And, and to me, that's a loss. So where it may not be that, that you're going to be out talented or lose, but, but the crowd, the environment is going to beat you because they are not used to that. So 
I'm thinking nine and three. My goodness, man, if they are eight and four, holy shit, watch out, man. Right. Watch out. We are we yeah. are into full, we are into full change of staff, uh, get rid of the coach. Uh, I mean, you, we've done it, guys. Yeah. We've done it. And God. and the, the, yeah, the knee-jerk reactions will come. The, the, the bullshit talk will come for sure, Ronnie. You know that. But yeah. let me ask uh, let me ask everybody this. It, and, and for me, and it's just because this is what I'm seeing, is Alabama the turn the basically the tail of the tape in terms of you know which way the season goes, which way the direction of the season goes. Like if, if they obviously beat Alabama, man, it's it's smooth sailing. Big 12 champ. I mean, of course, you're getting ahead of your sales here, but big 12 champs, and then hell, who knows? Maybe even maybe even 12 wins. Can can I am I allowed to say that? Are we allowed <laughs> to get are we allowed to get crazy? You're allowed to get crazy. So you're going you're going 12 and 0. I'm, 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 that is that is a very optimistic thing. I'm saying what happens if they do beat Alabama? Yeah. I don't think they beat Alabama. Look, if they if they do beat Alabama, then people will be thinking playoff, right? Correct. Like oh, that, yeah. that's, what they what, have to. That's that's a lot obviously, but they can afford to lose a game in the Big 12 and with that win over Alabama on their resume, they will right. make it to the college football playoff. So that's where the narrative switches. I mean, look, Texas, we've talked about it a lot. Like Texas will be favored in every game except Alabama. Yeah. So if they do win that game in Tuscaloosa next weekend, there will be folks who are like, "Oh, maybe they actually can go 12 and 0." So yeah. it's it's a well, huge one for a million different reasons. I just worry yeah. about the letdown game, that's all. I'll, I'll give my uh, University of Texas stress disorder answer to what happens uh, if and when they beat Alabama Wags. It is they lose the very next week to Wyoming because we've gotten some Trey, once again. Trey, oh. Trey you, you read my mind, dude. And it, it maybe wasn't going to be the Wyoming game, but it's like uh, kind of going back to the racing thing we were talking about. There's this thing when you mess up, it's called you step on it. And that's what concerns me, that, that you're going to go out and you're going to beat Alabama. And then maybe obviously not going to be Wyoming, but uh, you, you, all that hype that's going to be. How does, that t- how does this program respond when you go out and beat Alabama? Hell, you should have done it last year, but you weren't able to do it, whatever the case is. But let's say it happens next week. You go out there and do that. The, the other thing that, that I really want to watch this week is we have our, I mean, we're already saying 50 to 10 or 60 yeah. to whatever this goes. What if this ends up being 38 to 20? I mean, then there's all of that happening there. I mean, well, win's a win, Rodney, for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nah, uh, nah, a win, a win's not a win against Rice. No, I know, but I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to chalk it up. I'm trying to get it prepped already, man. I'm trying to get that oven preheated. God, I hope, I hope y'all don't have to talk about that on Monday. Well, fellas, looking, <laughs> looking forward to Monday, man. Ten to eleven, chaos theory. Rodney Rodriguez, Adam Wags Wagner, gonna be a ton of fun. Plenty of Texas conversation, plenty of sports conversation, plenty of life conversation. These guys will get into movies and music and life, and it's gonna be a ton of fun to listen to and watch i'm super excited about it and apparently and apparently hookers and apparently yeah and apparently well, some uh some ladies of the night a lot uh, of times a lot of times the channel will control where the chaos goes I, so i, I okay. see those lights behind you wags and it looks like they are ready for uh for some escorts or something to uh well, this to is where i made here. that production that promotion that? from you guys for the midday and train bk that were the harem of hoes Ah, yes. The harem of hoes. This is where it all went down. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Y'all are the best. We will uh we'll see y'all on Monday. Thanks for joining us today. Later, boys. Hook up. Later, boys. All right. Fellas, thank you. About that, Trey. The newest show. We've got another announcement, by the way, to uh to make here on Texas Sports Unfiltered a little bit later in the hour. But starting Monday, 10 a.m. Wags and Rodney, Chaos Theory.
Yeah, we got a nice taste of it right there, BK. I don't know if you guys talked about this, did, but did you see that Alabama announced their starting quarterback for tomorrow against Middle Tennessee whoever? No. Jalen Milrow going to be taking first-team reps. Apparently, he's been taking a majority of those in fall practice, which is what insider reports have been suggesting. But yeah, Tyler Buckner comes over with Tommy Reese from Notre Dame. Cannot win that job despite the fact that he knows the offense better. Maybe that's bad for Tommy Reese. Maybe it's good for Milrow and him really uh, taking the uh, position by the reins throughout fall camp. Yeah, Tyler Buckner is trash, dude. That guy's- he's not very good. I agree. <laughs> No, 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 no. I was amazed that Alabama went and got him, and they got him late, too. I mean, well, that, that was that, a late transfer. Yeah, and that's why it kind of felt like a it reeked of desperation, obviously, but that's oh. when you start asking yourself questions. Well, is Nick Saban not seeing what he needs to out of the two guys he has on campus right now? Even if that was the case then, it's not the case now because uh, a guy that a lot of people, I think, would have predicted to win the starting job Considering his status coming out of high school, did get some uh, PT last year here and there too, inconsistent, but you expect that out of young guys. It is Milrow, the Texas kid in the end. Yeah, and Milrow played last year when Bryce Young got hurt. Milrow played that game against Texas A&M, which Alabama barely won uh, in Tuscaloosa last year. Milrow doesn't have a great arm, but man, he can fly. Like, And we've seen it not, not so much the last couple of years, but like you think of this god-awful era of texas football that we've been mired in for way too long trey running quarterbacks have given texas fits and you brought up tommy reese the new offensive coordinator out there he loves running the football like nick saban's going to go back to you know early career nick saban to where it's not going to be spreading the ball and having four wide receivers on the field on every play you're going to see a lot of two tight end sets and you're going to see a heavy emphasis on running the ball and obviously Jalen Milrow is a phenomenal runner too so that's that's going to be tough it's not going to be the Bryce Young offense it's not going to be the Mac Jones offense right thinking of what Bama's done the last few years with Bill O'Brien it's going to be a different look and it will be a major major test for Texas's run defense, which was very good last year, Trey. They're going to have to be buttoned up and ready to roll for that one in Tuscaloosa because that's going to be their game plan. I'm assuming Steve Sarkeesian has those guys going through zone read defense because you're probably going to get a heavy dose of that week two of the season. Yeah, absolutely. So Jalen Milrow, I, I bet all three of those quarterbacks play. It's similar to Texas, right? They're playing a team that they should beat by a lot. And uh, I'm sure all three of those guys will get some run for Nick Saban in T-Town tomorrow. But Jalen Milrow is the guy. And hey, look, Nick Saban, forget just tomorrow, man. Uh, assuming Milrow starts next week against Texas. I mean, that dude switched quarterbacks at halftime of the national championship game. Yeah. So he, he won't be scared. If Milrow's struggling a little bit early on, Texas might see a couple of guys. Hell, I hope Texas sees a couple of quarterbacks, right? Because that means the defense is playing pretty well. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I just hope that he doesn't hate any of his uh, current quarterbacks like he clearly hated Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And I realize that Tua Tungavailoa uh, was who he was too, but it was ridiculous in the moment, even though I didn't think Jalen Hurts was that good. Clearly, a lot of us were wrong about that take, but 
Nick Saban allowing himself to be mic'd up, essentially shitting on Jalen Hurts that next offseason to encourage him to transfer shows that there was some bizarre personal vendetta that Nick Saban had with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it was weird. It worked out for Jalen Hurts in the yeah. end. I hate where he ended up playing his last year of college football, but uh, turned him into a Heisman finalist, turned him into a second-round pick, and he's uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So uh, we'll see. Obviously, Texas-Bama next weekend. Texas-Rice tomorrow, Trey. We've been previewing this game all week long on the show. Uh, any thoughts, anything that we haven't hit, anything in particular that you're going to be looking for as the Longhorns take the field for the first time in 2023 tomorrow? I'm just going to be looking to uh, to see the uh, the walk that's been talked for the last seven months now for that to play out, to see the, uh, the true on development from Quinn Ewers, this incredible slate of wide receivers, what happens at running back? This offensive line seems like it's about to take another major step forward this year with all five starters returning. Uh, defensively, let's see uh, just how good this defensive line is. You expect them to dominate Rice, so that's not necessarily the end all if and when that happens. But also, let's uh, let's see what Ethan Burke and others can do at that edge rusher position and how those linebackers look to BK. I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday with most indispensable players, and my belief is that Jalen Ford is that guy because he is, uh, one, he's maybe your best defensive player, but two, he is uh, one of the best at that position in the Big 12 at a position group that Texas doesn't have a ton of depth. I want to see these linebackers flying around and doing a good job on their run fits, setting the edge at times if need be, and also cleaning up the mess that is in front of them that uh, is basically an opportunity provided by, uh, by that stellar defensive line. Yeah, I want tomorrow to be just a huge confidence builder for all of us, right? For the guys in that locker room, most importantly, but also for this fan base. Like, I just want to see a bunch of things tomorrow that make me feel like, no, this team actually has a chance to slay the dragon next weekend. And I, I know the difference in class, right? Just because Texas beats Rice 63-7 to on Saturday doesn't mean they're going to go into Tuscaloosa and win. I totally understand that, but I sure as hell will feel a lot better about Texas's chances if they win 63-7 to versus winning 38-20. to like Wags and Rodney were talking about, right? Like that, if that happens, then I'm going to try to call my cousin as quickly as possible and say, hey, bet Bama before the line moves up, please. Like that's that's what I don't want to see. A stat that I'll give you, because we just talked about how Bama's going to run the football a lot, and you talked about with run fits with the linebackers and setting the edge. I'm with you. Hugely important to this team this year. There was a game Rice played last year against UTSA. Rice had 32 carries. For five yards. Whoa. We don't need that, but I wouldn't hate that. If Texas is able to keep Rice under, let's just say like 40 or 50 yards rushing, it doesn't have to be under 10, but obviously, whoa, was my reaction too when I saw that. If the Texas D-line does something, once again, Bama, way better line, way better running backs, a running court, I get it. But like that that right there would be like, all right, now maybe, maybe we have the horses to go in there and actually hang with those dudes for four quarters. How many times was the Rice quarterback sacked in that game? That couldn't have been 30-plus straight handoffs. No, there's no way. There had to be a few sacks. I didn't look at that. I just looked at the box score and saw 32 carries for five yards. Either way. Still an impressive number. And by the way, the Rice coach was the former O-line coach at Stanford and a guy that uh, people were very – confident in that hire when it happened uh it wasn't evident uh in that game in particular and let's hope the same case is true uh tomorrow afternoon at dkr
Yeah, you know, Rice has been interesting because over the last few years in the Mike Bloomgren era, they've actually played a couple of decent teams pretty close. They have not had any luck against Texas, though. I mean, 50, what, 56 to nothing or 58 to nothing, the final score of the game two years ago. Uh, Texas has had their number. As long as Bucky Godbolt's not coaching, we feel great about uh, Texas's chances to win and obviously turn this game into a blowout a little bit. But I'm trying to remember, like, I think Arkansas, they gave Arkansas some fits a couple of years ago. They gave somebody else some fits, too, to where it's like, oh, they've actually had some decent performances as I scroll through my uh phil Steele magazine here uh baylor god they played baylor to a 21 13 game a few years ago mm-hmm. like they've had some close games they almost beat houston last year but texas has always had their number and hopefully that uh, that continues to be the case tomorrow speaking of the cougs bk and uh well let's go ahead and call them what they are the uh fighting big 12 phil collins is uh did you see the alt uniforms that houston is wearing tomorrow in honor yeah. of the Houston Oilers, let me get it. Let me pull up a picture of uh, of these right now while Dude, you describe what they are. I normally don't like uniforms that are trying too hard, especially if you are varying greatly from what your actual school colors are. But as an old school Houston Oilers fans, these unis are fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, how sick That's are those? Cool looking uniform right there. Oh my god, that Columbia blue is different, man. I I wish, and I think just about everybody in Houston wishes that the Texans could rock that. Hell, everyone in Houston wishes the Oilers still existed. But those jerseys and that color scheme, it does not get better than that. Well, I'm sure. I think you were still on Houston radio when the Titans announced that they were going to wear the uh, the Love You Blue. Oilers uniforms this season more than once too by the way I would imagine that people in H-Town were incensed by that because I myself was furious about it too it's like clearly this money grab gimmick and that's not to say that they're not going to sell some gear because I'm sure they are but how dare you Tennessee Titans exploit something that your fan base has zero interest in in terms of what that franchise used to be do the right thing here give that particular design, I guess, the uniforms, the helmet, everything else, back to the Houston Texans. You can maybe talk about splitting revenue for X amount of time uh, down the road, but let the fan base who actually has passion for the Houston Oilers get to uh, express some love for that through their current hometown team. Oh, dude, it's a huge topic of conversation down in H-Town, and it won't go away anytime soon. And you're right. One of the games that the Titans are going to be donning the Oilers throwbacks this year will be when the Texans come to town. Oh, my. Oh, I'm so angry right now, dude. (laughs) I am so angry right now. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So it sucks. Yeah, they not only own the jerseys, which that's the only reason why the Titans – even want the Oilers history is so they can get the logo and the jerseys because those are some of the best in sports history. But man, like you brought up a good point. They don't give a damn about that stuff. When the Oilers moved in the late 90s, like they couldn't wait to change the team name. They were pissed that they were the Tennessee Oilers for the first couple of years after Bud Adams brought them up there. They wanted their own thing. They wanted to distance themselves from Houston, distance themselves from the Oilers, and now they're all bragging about how they've got these jerseys and that history, and it's, oh, it's the worst because Houston should have it, and it sucks, and people down there are pissed about it, and they've got every right to be. I'm glad Bud Adams is dead, BK, for a couple of reasons, and one (laughs) is so that I don't have to uh, wish death upon him because he's already dead. Yeah. 
I mean, I like in terms of people that I despise, who I don't have any sort of personal relationship with, but I despise just what they were as people and what they unintentionally, I guess, did to me personally. But Adams is high up on that list, as he is a lot of other Houstonians. Yeah, Slim Charles says the ex-Oilers give a damn about the Titans. Yeah, they do a little bit because they get paid to go to Tennessee Titans games and act like they're fans. But those guys all played in Houston. Like, they they care about Houston more. You give them truth serum, and hell, I've had conversations with some ex-Oilers who will publicly say they're all about Tennessee, and now they love both. Now they their memories are in Houston. So uh, that stuff belongs in Houston. But those jerseys are sick. I feel for the Cougs, though, because they're going to lose to UTSA tomorrow. So you can't lose wearing those, right? Like, they they cannot lose looking that good. That's impossible. I, I think UTSA is better, and I think they're going to pull off. I don't think it's an upset anymore. I think Houston was favored at the start of the week, and now the Roadrunners are favored in that one. So I don't know if it technically qualifies as an upset, but they can't. the Cougs can't lose looking that good, right? I don't know. I really don't know. Dana Holgerson may very well say, hold my Genesis CD. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. yeah, Must have invisible touch, that guy, huh? Amazing. All right. Uh, We're all over the place. Hey, we were at Covert. That's why you were a few minutes late. I barely got back in time. We had a great meeting with the folks at Covert Bee Cave. Bucky and I are doing pregame there tomorrow. We've got a ton of great things out at Covert Bee Cave all season long. Go out there. Trey will be out there tomorrow for a little bit setting up. The pregame show starts at 12, but uh, Bucky, Trey, and I are going to be hanging from 11 to 12 out there in the showroom just talking. If you want to come by, look at cars. There's also going to be food for you as well. Come through, and then we're doing our pregame show out there at Covert Bee Cave from uh, 12 to 2 tomorrow. Super excited about that. Many thanks to the folks at Covert Bee Cave and Covert Auto Group in the first place uh, for having us out there and for their support of Texas Sports Unfiltered. Super awesome partnership. We uh, we love having those guys on board. I want to give them some love. And then Trey, AV consultations, man. It's Look, you're not going to get it done by tomorrow, but if you want to spruce up your home TV setup, like the one I've got, like the one you've got, like the one so many of us at TSU have, AV consultations, they're the people to call. That's right. It was several years ago now that I first gave Tom McKay an audiovisual consultations a call at 512-255-8678. Said, hey, I've tried to put our home entertainment center together downstairs. It's working, but it's a patchwork. Can you guys please come over and do the professional job that I was trying to do myself but failed miserably the first time around? They said, sure. They came out to our place, asked us what it was we were looking to do, and then guess what? They made it happen, and they went above and beyond too, by the way. Had two very young kids at that point in time. They made sure wires were hidden so little hands weren't uh, reaching up and pulling televisions down on top of themselves. So a couple years later, we decided to turn our upstairs loft area into uh, what is essentially a video, video game nook now. Audiovisual consultations came back out. Same stellar job. They'd love to help you out too, like they have so many other homes and businesses over 35 years. First, go to avconsultations.com and see all the different services they can provide for you. And then give Tom McKay a call, 512-255-8678. Trey, we are about five minutes away from another announcement about the future of Texas Sports Unfiltered. We're going to bring somebody else on and tell you about his upcoming role on this channel and we love this one and we think you guys will love this one too what is that what are you what are you doing over there happy dance is that what that is 
I'm trying really hard not to uh, not to road rage on Texas Sports Unfiltered right now because I got behind every slow driver in the city, and I realize that there are a lot of them. I, I got behind four or five different clusters on my way back from Covert, and what should have just been a simple 30 to 35-minute trip turned into something closer to 45 to 50 minutes. Well, nobody works on Fridays, so everyone's just driving around doing whatever the hell they want, right? Rush hour is all day on Friday like the rest of the week Monday to Thursday it's like what seven to nine nine fifteen and then like four to six thirty in the afternoon Friday it's all bets are off dude anytime you're out there you're going to be stuck in traffic and it's a freaking nightmare yeah it's a little secret for those living outside of Austin you come to this town you realize oh wait I don't have to work on Friday unless I'm us and then you know we're still doing our jobs but yeah it's like everybody running their saturday errands on friday in this town it's the worst man the sunday drivers they're the worst all right trey last night we had some college football um any takeaways utah gets the win over florida despite the fact that casey thompson did not play a single snap in that game and then Oh, the Big Ten special. I mean, my it was so ugly, but it was so beautiful. Minnesota, the miraculous come-from-behind win, the game-winning field goal as time expires. Those were the two marquee, if you will, matchups of night one of week one of the college football season. Your big uh, takeaways from what you saw last night. I like how you just mistook Cam Rising for Casey Thompson. That was great. Did I like, call him pick, Casey Thompson? The former Texas quarterback. Dude, yes. Not that. that. Uh, Actually, Cam good. Rising is better than Casey Thompson is. So uh, shots fired at the Rising family, I guess. But no, look, <laughs> impressive win by Utah, BK. I know they played uh, both of their uh, their younger quarterbacks, and both guys did some really nice things. One more through the air, the other more on the ground. And this is a Utah team that was banged up on that side of the ball, but they dominated. A Florida team that is trying to get better defensively in 2023. They were atrocious last year. I would actually say it was a tad better, but then again, you still lost by uh, by a couple of scores and then some. What was the final, 27 to 11? 24 to 11. 24 to 11. So just under two touchdowns you lose that game by. And offensively, not good for Florida. They wanted to lean on what should be a pretty good ground attack because they returned their top two rushers from last year. But unfortunately, Mertz had to throw entirely too many passes. And you look at his final numbers and it's like, hey, he set a career high for overall yardage. Well, they didn't necessarily want to be throwing from behind for as long as they were last night. That completely threw them off their game plan. Credit to Utah for uh, taking care of business and then some in game one. Graham Mertz sucks. Dude, he's not great. I agree. Like he wasn't good enough to get it done at Wisconsin. He actually got their coach fired at Wisconsin. And it's crazy that Florida's in such a bad spot that they had to go to him. I mean, what what has Wisconsin done offensively over the last few years, right? Like, you don't when you think of great quarterback play in college football, you sure as hell don't think about Wisconsin. Yeah, and I know Mertz was there as a starter for gosh, it feels like going back three seasons. Maybe it was just two. But Wisconsin always has these guys that come out of the gate and look decent, and then you sit there and watch them through the rest of the season and maybe into the next year, and you're like, holy cow, this guy is dog shit. (laughs) And oftentimes they will end up transferring elsewhere. Uh, Who was the guy who ended up? at uh at notre dame a cone jack, jack cone yeah jack cone and there was somebody before that too he was a lefty he had the, one of the biggest rag arms i've ever seen 
And he ended up playing in the state of Florida somewhere too. I can't remember where oh. exactly off the top of my head. It's just, it's like a string of those guys coming through that program. Hopefully for uh, Wisconsin fans, uh, their luck is about to change in that regard because Luke Fickle is now in place. But yeah, the uh, the quarterback position for the Badgers has left a lot to be desired over the last decade plus. And the good news is we hired that coach on our coaching staff. You know, the guy that we're dunking on a bunch right now. He's he's more of a running guy. He's helping out with the run game, I hope. Well, let's start right. handle the quarterbacks. And supposedly he was beloved by people at Wisconsin too. And, you know, Wisconsin is an area where people are super nice and super friendly. And it's pretty genuine too. I say that as having lived in Chicago, drink up. And so a lot of folks felt bad that they had to get rid of him, but they also realized that it was time too, that he was maybe a little bit too nice of a guy for that head coach position. Sorry about that noise. Just banged the water bottle against the table. That's on me there. Uh, I, I feel for Billy Napier at Florida, dude. I really do. Yeah. Um, cause Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen wanted to get fired. Like I'm a hundred percent convinced that guy just didn't want to coach anymore. And he wanted the buyout money and he got his wish. He, not only did the team suck his last year, he stopped recruiting. Exactly. So like Billy Napier, I, I think is a good football coach. He was really good at Louisiana before this, but he needs time. Like you thought Tom Herman needed time replacing Charlie. It's worse out there in Florida with where the cupboard is right now. And he's not going to get that time because Florida is Florida and they want to win every year. Very reminiscent to uh, Jimbo's final year in Tallahassee and maybe Jimbo's last season in College Station too. By the way, thank you, Cole. Hornybrook, that was the uh, that was the lefty quarterback's name who was a complete rag arm and was okay as like a freshman or sophomore or something. And then they had to uh, labor through his just just rag arm ducks that he was throwing downfield for another season or two before he transferred to a Florida school for his final year. Oh, man. And one quick number about Nebraska before we bring on our guest and make our next announcement here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. They showed this graphic on the screen tray, and obviously you have to add one to each. Last night, all right, last five seasons for Nebraska, 25 one-score losses, more than anyone in college football, Mm. 16 blown second-half leads, more than anyone in college football. You have to add one to each of those because of what went down in Minneapolis last night. We have it rough as Texas fans. We've had some tough years. No one's going to argue against that. We've got it better than they do in Lincoln, Nebraska, man. Sounds like they've been coached by Tom Herman for the last however long you uh, you just mentioned that time frame. Yeah, he would have been better than some of the coaches that they've had True. in recent years. All right, another announcement. We teased it, and we're really excited about this one. The currently unnamed Afternoon Drive program. We announced one of the members on that show earlier today. Jeff Howe of Horns 24-7 is going to be a part of the rotation for that show. Trey, you're going to be a huge part of that show as well. I guess that's worthy of an announcement. And another guy. Oh, man, we love this guy. You've seen him on this channel a couple of times, but we're super excited that he's about to be an even bigger part of Texas Sports Unfiltered. He will be a part of the afternoon drive program from three to five a couple of days a week. Get a drum roll, please. Oh, he literally just left. We lost him. (laughs) I don't know if that was a part of his bit. I don't know if he just wanted to piss us off, pull a bid on us, like his first bid as a member of Texas Sports Unfiltered. Uh, but literally, right as I was about to click the button after you started your drum roll to bring this dude on, he just disappeared. 
And that's fitting because when we tell you who this is, like it it will not surprise any of you that technology has given this guy a hard time, dude. Oh, he's almost certainly cursing technology right now. (laughs) He gets reconnected. Oh my God. That is, that is amazing. People might think this is a bit right now. This is not a bit. That actually just happened the way BK is describing it. It was uh, perfect timing. He texted me, I'm breaking up, restarting my computer. So uh, maybe your drum roll wasn't good enough. I don't know what just happened there. Uh, Maybe (laughs) good comment. Dude, do you have Spectrum? I got to ask you this. I do not, but I know he does because we he called me and we talked about it as soon as he realized that he wasn't able to watch the uh, the Florida-Utah game last night. What a sick joke that was. And yeah, this guy's going to give us his thoughts because I know he's got a few to, uh, to talk about with that. I, I couldn't watch the start of these games. I was at the JCC. Shout out to the Jewish Community Center out there. Oops. An event. No, there was an event called uh, the Orange Blood Brothers. That's a group that gets together. And Chip Brown was actually the speaker at this event. It's like a big get together they have at the start of every Longhorn football season. Chip did a great job. He got a bunch of people to download the app and subscribe to the channel. But I didn't get home until like, no, no, no. He's a speaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he was comfortable around uh, all of those right to left readers. I might have made him a little bit nervous. You guys allow Gentiles into the JCC for speeches and whatnot, dude. We're like Stark on the recruiting front. We're looking for bodies, okay? <laughs> we, we, we need some people on our team. So, yeah, we'll take uh, we'll take everybody. All right, I think we've got him now. I think he's good to go. We are going to bring him on. Super excited about this guy. One of our best friends. One of the best, if not the best, radio personalities in the history of this city. You've seen him a couple of times on this channel, but now you'll see him even more as a part of the unnamed Afternoon Drive program a couple of times a week. He is. The great Kevin Dunn. KD, do you read me? Uh-oh. Oh, what no. Yo! <laughs> I read you. Can you hear oh. me? Yes. Can you hear us? Boy, this is hanging on by a wire. Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, can you hear I us? I hear you, but I made... It's been messed up. I think it's maybe my computer, but you guys were going back and forth. I did place three ugly phone calls to Time Warner Cable this morning. So, or Spectrum. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have called Time Warner. But so I think that I may be getting screwed. Job. I wasn't as nice as I should have. Uh, uh, well, we 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 wanted to get you on for a number of different reasons, but. I definitely wanted to hear your thoughts about the Spectrum mishap on ESPN. When you tried to turn on Utah, Florida, hell, you're probably watching up. There he goes. (laughs) All right. Well, Kevin, Kevin Dunn, we'll get this fixed by next week. Oh my God. We will get this fixed. Kevin's already been on as a fill in with you, with me. His signal is normally better than this. We'll make sure it's better than this. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be Monday to Friday, 3 to 5. Trey, you're going to be there just about every day. And then your co-host will alternate between Jeff Howe and Kevin Dunn. Also, I'm sure there will be times where all three of you guys are talking together. There will be times Kevin and Jeff are talking together. There will be times I'll be a part of it. We're going to add a few more people into that rotation as well. The currently unnamed 
So maybe we'll take names or maybe we leave it as the currently unnamed afternoon drive program on Texas Sports Unfiltered. It starts Monday from three to five. Trey, you're obviously a huge part of it. You're leading this uh, operation. And uh, I know you can't wait to get things going and I can't wait to listen to. Yeah, look, uh, to get to do shows with Kevin again on the regular is uh, something that I cannot state the excitement enough through my monotone, computerized sounding voice, but also to get to do something regular with Jeff Howe uh, through football season and beyond. I'm excited about that, too. He's shown over the last few years that he's not only somebody who really knows his stuff as it pertains to Texas Longhorn football, but he's a dude who likes to mix it up, too, and he likes to have fun, and he likes to uh, to poke fun at things at times and really just have fun with the absurdity of sports and even life at times. So it is going to be a blast. Possible programming note for next week. Maybe this will be part of the Wednesday show that uh, I may or may not be a part of given uh, on a given week. I'm supposed to do an hour interview with Aaron Franklin on Tuesday morning, so I may try and replay that for the people on Wednesday afternoon as part of the Wednesday broadcast. So things like that in the works as well, where I try and get big name folks, sometimes from Longhorn land, sometimes people that I'm just selfishly interested in having conversations with that I think you people will like out there too. Dude, you're the best interviewer I know. So excited to have that conversation on the channel. We've talked about this off the air. Any great conversation you have, put it up. We'll put it up on Texas Sports Unfiltered to uh, give people the opportunity to hear from some big-time figures in sports, but also in life as well. No, that is not the name, DJ. <laughs> I appreciate the creativity, but I'm not going to refer to Kevin and Jeff as cuckers. What about this one? This one's a little bit more up your alley since you are apparently the cuck on this station. Hair of the Dog insists on that, but he is wrong. I'm sorry. You're just wrong on that, Hair of the Dog. You can hold on to it as long as you want to. It's incorrect. Mm. Bad information. It's not disinformation. It's not misinformation. It's malinformation, BK, as the uh, the kids like to say nowadays. I don't think kids are saying malinformation these days, Trey. That's the new term for mist slash disinformation. <laughs> uh, they've gone from mid to mal information. They've gone from dis to mist to mal. Mal information. Oh my God. Your kids probably hate you. If they don't, they will hate you very soon for doing stuff like that in public. No, they hate me. They hate me. <laughs> Smart kids. Smart kids. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see if Kevin comes back on that. Hilarious announcement. That's that's how things go. Uh, man, I feel like we're a part of 104.9 La Raza with, uh, with our signal quality there. That's what that thing felt like. Um, that won't be an issue moving forward, I promise. We'll get it squared away. I accidentally flipped it on to 104.9 uh, today when I was driving to Covert. Complete accident, but uh, my phone was not hooked up for some reason to the car. And I flipped it over, and sure enough, it, I don't know if it's La Raza is the name of the station, but yeah, it is uh, definitely not uh, whatever is supposed to be broadcasting on the horn anymore. Hey, their loss is our gain here at Texas right. Sports Unfiltered. We're putting together an awesome team, and we've got more coming. Actually, now I'm 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 pretty pretty fucking tired. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a rest and watch some college football this weekend. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. 
And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. But starting Monday, eight to five, every single day, pregame and postgame for Texas Longhorn game days. There's nowhere else to go. Don't don't flip. Don't be searching and surfing for channel. People still surf for channels. Probably not. Uh, just keep it locked into the Texas Sports Unfiltered app or right here on the TSU YouTube page. It's going to be one link, by the way, throughout the entirety of the day. So literally, you just click one link and boom, you'll be able to watch all of the shows back to back to back to back to back on the app or on YouTube. We're making this as easy as possible for y'all. And the, uh, the new official lineup gets rolling on Monday. That's right. I'm going to insist that you uh, actually take a break and watch some football this weekend, BK. It's your job, and it's going to give you a slight reprieve from all the hard work that you've been putting into this station. CB has an interesting idea for show name. I've been thinking about show names, not about releasing them on our show, just to see if anybody has strong thoughts one way or the other. But Shooting the Bull is one that continues to cross my mind. It was what yours and my first show was called, and I had a wonderful uh, audio clip that sounded like a bull getting shot and killed uh which is morbid but it's kind of uh kind of up my style too but uh shooting the bull is in the realm of possibilities i've thought about the longhorn misfits uh especially with kd in the mix i don't know if uh if jeff wants to be considered a misfit though necessarily and a couple (laughs) of others too so okay yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep taking feedback too, and uh, we'll determine what's a great name for our currently unnamed afternoon program. Trey, we we did no show prep today because we've That's been right. meeting and getting a bunch of other stuff done. Do you have a where are we at story today? Uh, to be completely honest, I do not. BK, thank you for uh, th- for asking because if you'd just gone to Gundy, which we can still do that. Uh, then uh, I would have been unprepared. But I think I have an idea, I guess, for what we can talk about here at the end. So why don't you go ahead and fire up Coach Gundy anyhow. Where are we at in society today? Right, it is your daily look at stories that show we as a people are headed in a wrong direction. Very occasionally, I will provide something that gives a sense of optimism, that has us all saying to ourselves, hey, maybe we as a people are starting to figure something out. Perhaps all is not lost. Today? not sure which way this one is going bk because you and i are going to give our season predictions for texas longhorn football and uh maybe college football on the whole too to a lesser degree okay so let's start (laughs) all right me me first let's start with your prediction on what texas does in the regular season regular season record if there are, let's say, two, three, God, maybe even four losses, what you think those losses will be, and then we'll go from there. Okay. I will go nine and three okay. as the regular season record for the University of Texas. That's the under for those of you keeping track at home. The three losses, Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think we're going to have a losing skid. Oh, K-State at at TCU. All right. Those are my three losses right now in the regular season for Texas. At TCU, really? Yep. And I don't think TCU is very good. I just, there's the UTSD kicking in right there. I mean, they've, they've owned us since joining the big 12. They're eight and three against Texas since joining the conference. They lost a lot 
I've been dunking on them a lot this offseason. They're not going to be that good of a football team, but I'm trying to find where that third loss is going to be, and that's that's the one that I will go with right now. That's what about you? 11 and 1. Whoa. The one loss. No, it's not going to be in Tuscaloosa next weekend. It is going to be during conference play. And it is that tricky game that I've been talking about for several weeks now, that first conference game in Waco. I think that that serves as a sort of wake-up call for this Texas football team, and they take care of business the rest of the way. Obviously make it into the Big 12 championship game, win that, and do find their way into the college football playoff. Oh, my God. Let's go. The eternal pessimist, Trey Elling picking the Longhorns not only to win the Big 12 title, but to make it to the CFP? Dude, it's a good thing that this shirt cuts off at the nipple level because there is burnt orange Kool-Aid spilled all over the (laughs) belly part of this shirt right now, and I am chugging it, and it's not enough. Give me more. Wow, you want that all over you, don't you? Oh, yeah, just just pour all the the burnt orange Kool-Aid all over me. Why are, you doing that? My face. Why, are you, why are you doing that with your hands? That's not how people drink pouring, Kool-Aid. Pouring cups, pouring cups all over me, BK. Oh, God. There's something else that's going to be all over you if you keep doing that, I think. All right. So Texas in the playoffs. So what seed? One through four. Like, it doesn't matter. We'll take whatever. My God. If we make it to the playoff and get our ass beat by Georgia in the 1-4 game, I don't care. That's a conference title, and that's a playoff berth. Okay, whatever. Now, I'll probably care at the time, but I don't care right now. But uh, what? who else, I guess, do you have in your playoff while we're, while we're on this debate? I have Texas as a three seed. Before we get to that, I do have to ask you, because Texas at nine and three could go either way. Do you have them playing for a Big 12 championship that first weekend of December? I do. I have them playing for and winning the Big 12 championship this year okay. uh, against K-State. So I think they get some revenge against the, uh, the Purple Cats and end up going one and one against them this year. Yeah, part of me wondered if it would be Texas Tech as their opponent in that game, but fuck you, Texas Tech. It is going to be Kansas State. <laughs> oh, God. I'm on one right now, dude. Taking 620 in the middle of the day was uh, was was bad for my health and maybe good for this show right now. So who's your, uh, who's your CFP as you reach for more Kool-Aid and more other weird things? Oh, pour it all over me. All over me. Um. Uh, I, I hate my other, this. My other three teams in the college football playoff are Michigan is the one seed. I have come around on them. I actually think that they are going to uh, to run the table in the regular season and go undefeated heading into the, uh, the college football playoff. Um, I think USC is probably the four in my two seed coming out of the SEC. God, I hate to do this, but got to stick with Georgia. I don't think Alabama makes it to the SEC championship game this year. So my guess is that it's Georgia versus LSU in that game. And Georgia does what they need to to secure another SEC title and that two seed in the college football playoff. Okay, so Georgia, Michigan, Texas, and USC. Yep. Okay. I'll go with Georgia. I'll go with... I'll go with the Ohio State University. Michigan's not beating them three years in a row. I still can't believe they beat them two years in a row. I still can't believe them they beat them one year in a row. The Ohio State University. 
Clemson. People are sleeping on them this year. I'm, I'm drinking the Cade Klubnik Kool-Aid, and I'm not doing that weird hand signal when talking about a 19-year-old guy, all right? That's that's weird. I'm not doing what you were doing. I think Clemson's going to be good. I think people are sleeping on them a little bit too much this year. And last but not least, LSU. Mm. Yep. The SEC gets two. Hell, we might have a Georgia-LSU SEC title game, and then they might play each other or at least both be in the playoff together. I'm banking on LSU and the year two luck that they've had with Kim Mulkey, women's hoops, Jay Johnson and baseball, second year head coaches winning national titles. I don't think that's going to be LSU. I don't think they're winning at all this year, but uh, I like them. I like them. I know, I know that this is what the second to last year of the 14 playoff or is the 14 playoff start in 24 or the uh, 12 team playoff start in 24. Next year. I realize that this is the last year of the 14 playoff, uh, I guess, literally right now. Uh, But I really hope, because we didn't see this last year, and I thought it it was kind of stupid. If you have two teams playing for a conference championship game and both are good enough to get into the college football playoff, I want to see those two teams play in that semifinal. I don't want to see a championship game that is a replay of the conference championship game, if Mm -hmm. at all possible. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We had that. We've had that opportunity a couple of times with two teams in the same conference and they usually separate them. I think they've always separated them to this point, but um, who knows? We did get a Bama Georgia title game a few years ago. That one wasn't, wasn't too bad though. All right. We're out of time. Shout out to our sponsors, Altstad beer, covert auto group, brain vault, AV consultation, Centex tickets, Seven Eleven, relax the back woods, comfort systems, last stand hats and top gun rentals and lawn equipment. Uh, congrats to our new members of Texas Sports Unfiltered. And thank you to our new members of Texas Sports Unfiltered for joining the team. The new lineup will be rolling out on Monday. But, you know, these guys coming on now, they've been a part of the lineup. They're not new anymore. They're the old guys in the barn coming up right now here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Chip and Zay, Trey, we'll talk to you pregame and postgame tomorrow. Y'all stay safe and hook them. Boys, take over.